In just a moment, we're going to begin our Truth to Ponder broadcast, and today we're, we are taking a short little journey to the formerly free nation of Canada. The small fringe minority of people who are on their way to Ottawa or who are uh, holding unacceptable uh, views uh, that they're expressing do not represent the views of Canadians who have been there for each other, who know that following the science and stepping up to protect each other is the best way to continue to ensure our freedoms, our rights, our values as a country. Uh, Breaker 1-9, this here's a rubber duck. You got a copy on me, Big Ben? Come on. Uh, yeah, 10-4, Big Ben, for sure, for sure. By golly, it's clean, clear to Flagtown. Come on. Yeah, that's a big 10-4 there, Big Ben. Yeah, we definitely got the front door, good buddy. Mercy sakes alive, looks like we got us a convoy. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Beerman. And welcome to the weekend edition of Truth to Ponder. I'm your host, Bob Bierman. I have a lot to say about what is occurring to my neighbor to the north, Canada. And I have many fond memories of Canada. I've known many good friends over the years from Canada. I can remember back to around maybe 1970. First time I ever went to Canada on my own. I had flown there from Long Island, New York to spend a couple of weeks working with a vacation Bible school and Christian camp. And it was a wonderful experience, met a lot of really great people. And then as I got a little older, had my own driver's license. We were living in a small town in upstate New York, not too far from from Rochester. And back in those days, like 1971, 72, and even into 1973, It was an easy drive from my home in upstate New York across the Peace Bridge and then to the Queensway and on to Ontario or maybe just a town or two just over the the border. And I can remember the many trips that I made and enjoyed my time in Canada. Back years ago, I always felt this was my opinion and I, I think it held true for many, many years, having known a lot, a number of Canadians, especially when I was a church pastor in Sarasota, Florida. We had many Canadians that would come down to Florida during the wintertime, and the church where I was pastor had several Canadian people that, that were with us during the months of January, February, and March, sometimes into April. So I've known a lot of Canadians over the years. And for the most part, the ones that I have met have been polite, they have been friendly, they have been wonderful to spend time with. And and they're a very independent-minded people. But something in the last several years has changed. It's changed in their politics, it has changed in the way they, they do anything in Canada. When I look at who their prime minister is, Justin Castro, I I mean, Justin Trudeau. He is, he is 
not even the legacy of his father, who was a bit on the liberal leftist side of the spectrum. But Justin is so far to the left, so totalitarian. I'm going to come out and say it. He's a liar. He is an absolute, doesn't care liar. He will lie to you. He enjoys his power and his international prestige on the world stage. The man looks at himself in the mirror. And and the only thing that comes to mind whenever I think of Justin Trudeau looking in the mirror is this song from 50 years ago. Oh, Lord, it's hard to be humble When you're perfect in every way I can't wait to look in the mirror Cause I get better looking each day So to me it comes as no surprise that Justin Trudeau at a press conference just this past week started uh, calling the those truckers and the millions of Canadians, millions, not, not maybe a few thousand, millions of Canadians that are supporting this, this freedom convoy. He calls them a, a small fringe minority of people that are coming to uh, his place in Ottawa. I got news for you. I'm reading stories that there are millions of people right now that would, would love to see this man-child resign. Just resign office and fade away into some kind of total obscurity, but leave Canada alone. Leave us alone. Trudeau is saying there's that small minority of people, you heard it at the beginning of the program, on their way to Ottawa who are holding. Now, this is what disturbs me. They're holding unacceptable views that they're expressing. In other words, if you don't believe what I tell you, your view is now unacceptable. Well, if you're a Canadian, and and I've got news for my listeners listening to this program, the audience in Canada for Truth to Ponder is growing, not just as a podcast, but I'm noticing I'm getting a lot of emails from people that are listening via shortwave radio. If you live in the western part of the country, you can hear us on a couple of different frequencies. If you are in the central part or even most of the eastern part, you can hear us. You can hear this program on international shortwave. And real quick, as when I get this other project I'm working on done, there'll be even more broadcast reaching the United States and Canada and beyond on shortwave. So, so Justin Trudeau thinks that if you disagree with what he has said, it is an unacceptable view, and it doesn't represent the view of Canadians who, as he said, have been there for each other, who know that following the science... Okay, let's stop right there, Justin. Following the science. You have used that term ad nauseum just as much as as the phony fake Dr. Anthony Fauci. Let me see how I can torture some beagles to death for my entertainment. Let's see how many bioweapons I can make illegally. Let's see if we can come up with a vaccine to stop the bioweapon. Oh, my. 
the bioweapon got accidentally released or intentionally released in China. Let's bury that truth. Bury that truth. Yeah, I'm just going to pause right here. Dr. Fauci knew full well at the very beginning of this pandemic, probably in 2019, when the first words were coming out, he knew. He knew it was a project that his group funded, his government agency funded through a third party. We've gone through this before. EcoHealth Alliance, University of North Carolina, Chapel Hill. Those connections are indisputable. Indisputable. And Dr. Fauci, who's played loose with billions of dollars of taxpayer money because nobody ever held him accountable. Never. When was Dr. Fauci ever held accountable? Never. And if the rules changed, he would find a workaround. He lied before the United States Senate. We don't do that kind of stuff. Of course, they modified on their website the definition so he could weasel his way out of telling the truth. All the way back, February, March, and April of, of 2020, anybody that said the virus came from a lab in China was shut down by the media. If you said this virus came out of a lab in China, you were in the crosshairs of the mainstream media in the United States, in Canada, United Kingdom, Europe, Australia. No, it's a naturally occurring virus that we must all unite to defeat. We were lied to. We were totally and absolutely lied to. And one of the greatest and largest liars on the world stage today is not Joe Biden. It's Justin Trudeau. It's Justin Trudeau. To say that if you disagree with a policy, you are denying science. You have an unacceptable view. And you don't even represent Canada or any other Canadian. All right, Justin, let's make a few things straight. Something we have learned, we've had over a year now of these experimental vaccines that many people held out extremely high hope of bringing this pandemic to an end. Now, remember, let's go back to 2020. When this entire crisis started, we need to just stop right here and just put a few little tidbits together. When I was asked to come out of retirement to work for a county in another state, because of my background in emergency management, we were working on data that was telling us in emergency management that by July, not July 2021, not July 2022, but July of 2020, that 3 million Americans, maybe even more, would die of this deadly virus. In the county that I worked in, based upon our population, we were expected to have 3,000 individuals die of this virus by the summer of 2020. And I took that job seriously when I first got there. What would I know different? 
I'm going to assume that somewhere along the way, there had been science done. There was research done. There was knowledge. There was information from people that should have been specialists in epidemiology and virology. And we're given these figures. And so I, I left our home in Florida. And I drove a couple of days to get to my destination, stayed in a hotel for almost three months working. And the more that I worked and the more that I learned, the more that it didn't add up based upon the number of people that were supposed to allegedly die in the county that I, that I served. They're not dying, at least not at a rate anywhere near what they would require to get to that 3,000 figure by the summer. We're talking a couple of dozen at that point, and all of them, as near as we could figure, literally all were over the age of like 78. All, all of them had other issues. The first person that ever was declared a COVID-19 death in that county that I served was 86, almost 87, a chain smoker, alcoholic, had been in and out of the Veterans Administration Hospital several times a year on death's door. He refused to change his lifestyle. He refused to quit smoking. He refused to quit drinking. And he was our first death of coronavirus that everybody now is supposed to be frightened to death. Somebody died in our county. It was amazing. We had less people die in the homeless camps than we did in some of the hospitals. That's just something you need to, to know. But so Justin says, following the science, Fauci, follow the science, Joe Biden, follow the science. Morrison in Australia, we follow the science. Okay? Science is something that is, let's put it this way. There's nothing wrong with questioning science. That's what science is all about, to come up with an answer. Oftentimes, we have a theorem in science, a theory, a working hypothesis that something may or may not be. And then we take time to observe and do experiments to either prove or disprove that hypothesis. Well, we were told that if we all got vaccinated, well, we were told, let's say, a year ago, if you get vaccinated, you'll become COVID-proof. How many times did Rachel Maddow and others on television tell you that if you go and get this, this shot, whether it's the Moderna, whether it's the, uh, the Pfizer here in the United States, you know, the two jabs and you're done, or, or even, as a number of people did, the Johnson & Johnson one and done that you would have a 95 or a 99% chance, all kind of weird numbers out there, that you would not get COVID and you would not spread COVID and we would bring this virus to a screeching and absolute end. How many times do we hear that? If you just get the shot, we'll be done with this and you can have your life and your freedoms back. Number one, it's not the government's job to take away freedom, whether in Washington, D.C. or Ottawa, Canada. 
Rights are given by God, not by Justin Trudeau. Rights are given by God, not Joe Biden or Dr. Anthony Fauci. Rights are given by God, not by the Prime Minister of Australia or a fascist Nazi leader in Austria or in Germany or in Italy. Rights come from God. And so Justin is trying to do this little, uh, you know, if you follow the science and everybody gets vaccinated, this all will come to an end. Well, the science now is clear. The vaccines are a total and absolute failure in stopping the spread of this virus, period. Do you get a vaccine, let's say, for the flu to keep somebody else from getting it? Do you take a vaccine of any kind to protect somebody else but not yourself? Do you see what I'm trying to tell you? If a vaccine worked as they've as vaccines have generally worked or supposed to have worked for the last hundred years, it provides the person that takes it an immunity so they don't get neither do they spread a virus. Now, if you didn't catch that the first time, let me make it clear. The way vaccines have worked in the past is very simple. Very simple. You get the vaccine, then you do not come down with whatever illness or virus or whatever it is they're trying to stop. You don't get it, and neither do you spread it. So, what about these vaccines today? We learned by last spring and summer that you could still get and spread the virus regardless of your vaccinated status. That was becoming clearer and clearer by each passing month. The idea that two shots of of AstraZeneca, if you're in some other part of the world, or Moderna and Pfizer, you get your two shots or your one Johnson & Johnson, and you'd become bulletproof from COVID was an absolute abject. Per- it was intentionally given to you as a lie. They didn't know how long their so-called protection would last. They were implying a lifetime. And then it got down to a year. Then it got down to six months. Then it got down to four or five months or less. And while there was some evidence, and I've looked at the data, that it may reduce the symptoms in some people, that it may reduce the symptoms in some people, the trade-off has been the adverse reactions. Now, here in the United States, just to be clear, what is called the Vaccine Adverse Reaction System, the VAR system, has been a total and abject failure. Many doctors have tried to put things into that system, only to have it not take their data, only to have it time out. It is so frustrating, so time-consuming There are nurses on the floors in hospitals that don't even know that it existed. 
There are story after story after story of nurses all over that have watched the misrepresentation of COVID deaths, how people died unnecessarily on ventilators, how people have not been treated, that the CDC protocol is the death protocol if you get to a hospital, that any therapeutic has been systematically crushed by the mainstream media, by the YouTubes, which I wouldn't waste my time on, the Twitter, the Twitter sphere, which is I call the idiot sphere. I don't waste my time on Twitter arguing with a bunch of leftists that are lunatics. Twitter is now run by lunatics, and they can keep it. Justin Trudeau can stay on Twitter. Joe Biden can stay on Twitter or Jen Psaki or, or any of them. They can all stay on Twitter. They can sit there and entertain each other with their lies and their egos all day long. I really don't care anymore. These people are reprobates and they are a danger to your life, your freedom and your family. And if they had their way, even your faith. For Justin Trudeau to make such a despicable statement, like you have an unacceptable view if you don't want to be vaccinated with an experiment. By the way, Justin Trudeau, what are the long-term studies? Why do you people have such a death wish to inject little children with something we don't know what it's going to do over the next five years, let alone 10 years? like we did with any other vaccine prior to this. Why are therapeutics suppressed? I'll tell you why they're suppressed. If a therapeutic works, the emergency use authorized vaccines are then immediately not available. Why? Because they're an experiment. You realize that we're still waiting to the end of 2023 and 2024 for data on these vaccines for adverse effects. And as I mentioned just a moment ago, and I want you to really take this to heart. This is urgent. The CDC in the United States, they'll admit to 20 some odd thousand deaths from the vaccine. They'll admit that much. But I've been reading too many stories from too many real doctors, too many real nurses that are still in the business that have been frustrated by trying to enter data into the VIR system. One doctor said, I finally got a case or two into the system. It was there. And two days later, they disappeared. They disappeared. And we're finding out that there are dozens, not dozens, not hundreds, but thousands of doctors across the United States that have tried to enter data and it's not taken or the system times out or it takes about a half hour to enter all the data into the system. In other words, it's not like a doctor can say, you know, John Smith, age 57, died and it appears to be the vaccine and here's the following reasons. Done in a few minutes. No, it doesn't work that way. It's it's far more complicated. You need lot numbers. You need to get information on all kinds of stuff before you can enter it. And then the system or somebody decides to delete your entry. So many people are debating, is it a factor of 1 in 10 or 1 in 50 
or one in a hundred adverse reactions that are really getting reported? Is it only a million adverse effects in the United States? Is it only 20,000 deaths? Let's say that figure is off by a factor of 10, that only one in 10 cases make their way in. Then we're at least at 200,000 people dying of the vaccine and 10 million adverse effects with no knowledge of any long-term effect. So Trudeau, he, he's really concerned about this, this convoy heading to Ottawa. He's afraid of these truckers. He knows he's in the wrong, but he can never admit that he is wrong. He is a globalist. He knows more than you think, or at least he thinks he knows more than you. And he's also a weasel, and here's why. All of a sudden, after his press conference this past week, condemning those that that little minority of a million some odd people coming to Ottawa to demand his resignation and talking about the phony science, the phony vaccines that do not stop the spread and do not stop you from getting or definitely spreading the virus. Suddenly he's been exposed to somebody with COVID-19. Isn't that just simply amazing? And so he can't meet with the truckers because he has to go into isolation for five or six or 10 days. Oh, he's tested negative for whatever those tests mean. But he's unavailable. But he's going to condemn you for believing otherwise. He believes that he alone is the God of your freedoms. You obey me and I'll give you some of the freedoms back that I stole from you. Not all. You'll never get them all back. Once they're taken, once they are pulled away from the society, you'll be thankful to get part of them back. And that's what they know and that's what they believe they're going to do to you. And then they'll, they'll find some other crisis. Trudeau is visibly shaken. He's shaking like a little boy. He's scared. He's totally scared. And when you listen to what he has to say, as I said, you heard at the beginning of the program, and now he's simply unavailable. His comments, you know, this story has become international news. And even the Canadian Broadcasting Company has tried to misconstrue or dismiss or ignore the convoy. Of course, there's state-run, lying, filthy media, just like ABC in the United States, NBC, CBS, MSNBC, provable liars, provable liars. They make their money lying to you. They are state-run propaganda, Nazi-type, fascist-type media. That's what MSNBC is. And they've tried to even say that these truck drivers are white supremacists. They're coming up with anything they can, trying to say they're a little, little tiny minority. No. People are seeing through. They're not a fringe minority. They're not a fringe minority. We know a lot of things. 
The vaccine does not stop the spread and masks do not stop the spread or you getting, I mean, it's just, we know it. But we keep the fear alive with propaganda, the likes we have not seen since 1930s Germany, 1960s East Germany and Soviet Union, and China since the 1950s. These globalists, these globalists have an agenda. These globalists have an agenda, and they are going to be coming after you if you do not comply. And when I try to ask somebody, why should anybody take the vaccine? Now, look, if you want to take it, that's your business. I'm not going to say you can't. But please understand why you are taking it. What good is it doing for you? What risk do you have? Oh, Bob, but I took the uh, Pfizer. It's FDA approved. No, you took an emergency use authorized because you still cannot get the version approved back in August of last year. It is still not available in the United States. I don't think it's available anywhere because if it was, then BioNTech, Pfizer's partner in Germany, could be held liable for any adverse reaction. And I don't see any real effort to getting these vaccines really approved anywhere in the world. Because the second they do, then people can actually sue. So to my friends all over the great nation of Canada, our neighbor to the north, I've had friends, even some family members from Canada. I truly feel sorry for where your nation has gone and how you've been deceived by these lunatic leftists that have taken over your government, your schools, your language, your culture. I feel for you and I pray for you. But what needs to be done in Canada, and we'll talk in the next segment on some things, I'm going to just do a real fast rundown of a few different things that are very related to each other as we go into the next phase of where I think this world is going. I said early in December of last year that I believe the veil of truth is about to be pulled by God himself. And many people are going to be crying and angry about a lot of things. You mean this vaccine really doesn't work and I got to take it forever? Oh, some of the people in the vaccine biz are backing off on that now. I mean, they were talking about, hey, maybe two, three boosters a year. Now, maybe it's just one. They can't give up the money, friends. That's what it's all about. They will jab your child for a dollar. The more children, the more money. And they are so deluded and delusional that they actually believe their concoction works when it doesn't. Do you believe in the work that we're doing here? Like I say, in the next segment, I've got a lot more you need to hear. If you believe in what we're doing, would you consider helping us out financially? We have an airtime bill that comes due every, every month, and we're starting the new month of February. Can't believe the first month is now just about behind us. And if you can, make a check payable to Ancient Word Radio. Ancient Word Radio. And the mailing address for Truth to Ponder is 5753. 5753. 
Highway 85 North. That's 5753 Highway 85 North. And our secure box number is 3248. That's 3248. The city is Crestview. Crestview, Florida, 32536. That's Crestview, Florida, 32536. And by the way, if you like, you can also support us from the website, which is truth, the number two ponder.com. And you can also write me directly, Bob at truth, the number two ponder.com. This is Truth to Ponder. With Bob Bierman. The worship weapon coming up. Shalom Aleichem. This is the nice Jewish boy, Jonathan Kahn, your Jewish connection, bringing you the riches of your Jewish roots in Jesus. Now get your pen out as fast as you can so you don't miss out on receiving a special free gift you're going to get and love in a moment. One of the most powerful weapons never used. In the world, the most powerful weapons are atomic, but there's a weapon even stronger than atomic weaponry. It can vanquish the greatest of earthly foes. It can it can subdue an army, give you victory in your walk. Yet most believers never use it when it's supposed to be used. They only use it in peace, not in war. You need to learn this secret. It speaks in the Bible about Jehoshaphat. And he was led into a fight. But instead of using the regular weapons of war, he used worship. You see, the army that was opposing him outnumbered him. He would have lost if he fought with regular weapons. Instead, he commanded his army, instead of fighting with regular weapons, to fight with worship and praise. So they did. And when they did, the armies of Israel, starting worshiping, they won the war with worship. Worship is not just something nice. It's a weapon. Interesting. You see, they knew that's something that most believers don't know. And that is that praise is a weapon. And you know, they are not only worshiping with this in the army, they are using it to win. The real key is, you know, not just to worship in times of peace, worship in the battle. When you're in the battle, when that problem is trying to destroy you, when there's worry and unrest and conflict and fear and anxiety and all that, that's the time you got to break out the most powerful weapon. Praise him, praise him, worship him in the battle, praise him in the fight. When it's hardest to praise him, praise him anyway. You'll win the battle and the war because praise and worship are not just for services. They're for war. Want more? Ask for Raging Faith. Now, what if you could receive daily vitamins guaranteed to strengthen your spiritual walk with God? Well, you can. With Sapphire's daily spiritual vitamins uh, and teachings, updates on Israel, prophecy, and the incredible, also mystery of the temple doors, you'll love it. How do you get all this free? Easy. Just remember Jesus' real Hebrew name, Yeshua, and dial it. That's it. So, to receive your free gifts, just call 1-800-YESHUA-1 and you will be blessed. But call now. That's 1-800-YESHUA-1. Now, you can actually spread salvation around the world for very little through shortwave radio from the Arctic Circle to Jerusalem. It's amazing. It's like sending a billion tracks around the world. We do it every week and you can be part. How? Just call 1-800-YESHUA-1 and you'll have a part in the great end time harvest. That's Y-E-S-H-U-A-1. Or you can write me direct. Here's how. It's right to the nice Jewish boy box one one. 1111 Lodi, L-O-D-I, New Jersey, 07644. It's a nice Jewish boy box, 1111 Lodi, L-O-D-I, New Jersey, 07644. Well, till next time, this is Jonathan Kahn saying, praise the Lord, my friend, you'll win the fight. Shalom Nechem, peace be to you, my friend, in Messiah, Yeshua Tenu, our salvation.
This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. And welcome back to part two of our weekend edition of Truth to Ponder. And I'm your host, Bob Bierman. I just want to take a moment to finish out a few thoughts from the first segment of the program. And and what I don't understand, and I've tried to, believe me, I have. In 2020, working in emergency management, my sincerest uh, obligation, desire was to help people and save their lives. But even then, in 2020, there were some anomalies that became very concerning to me. Predictions that were so far-fetched that never became true. Yet, even as we understood that our predictions were wrong, and also we, we knew internally that it wasn't hundreds of thousands of people dying because only they had COVID. And that has been one of the greatest misnomers. Well, I know somebody, they died of COVID. And then you find out that they have two, three, on average, four other life-threatening conditions. But that's not bad enough. I have also seen that I am also convinced, with no doubt any longer in my heart, and this is from listening and reading and, and just turning off the propaganda machine called the nightly news. Look, even Fox News has gotten on the vaccine bandwagon. And even they are trying to, quote, have this balance of a few of their hosts that actually have a brain compared to being loved by the world, which is where I think they are at at Fox these days. That used to be my go-to source, not any longer. I've even taken the app out of my phone. I'm not going to waste my time. The woke grandkids are going to ruin that place if they haven't done it already. But see, there are several things about this pandemic that started to trouble me. Hospitals were given what I call a bounty on COVID. In other words, if you had somebody in your hospital and they had COVID, you got more money. That's just a fact. I'm not making that up. That fact is available in hundreds of legitimate locations. The CDC decided, by the way, I need to go back to 2005 for a document that I ran across when I worked in emergency management, trying to put together press releases and information for the public as part of my job. I was looking for some information from the CDC. And I I came across this document, and I'm looking, I'm reading it, I'm going, this doesn't even sound right, initially. Then I looked at the date. How many of you know that there was a SARS-CoV outbreak in 2003 and 2004 from China? How many of you ever heard of that one? Probably not many, unless you've listened to this program. And And so here we are looking at a virus that is so similar to the one that's out there today, or at least the beginning of the pandemic. And I'm going, when did this happen? 2003, 2004, and allegedly 35,000 or so Americans died as a direct result. And they were not talking comorbidities. 
man, they got that thing shut down quickly. And and then I'm reading this this what they call after wash report that that shows all the research done during that 2003, 2004, and as it went to the endemic and disappearing stage within our, within society. And the recommendations from the CDC, from the World Health Organization, from teams of specialized doctors and researchers all over the world. Now remember, this is a document that was at the CDC website in 2005, and it was there all these years. And it talked about using, ready for this, anti-parasitical medications to stop the adverse issues in the lungs and also using things like zinc, hydroxychloroquine, and other, other th- vitamin C and D to strengthen immunity. And this was considered the treatment that worked in 2005 for a SARS-CoV or a coronavirus. And all of a sudden, when Donald Trump mentioned, just mentioned hydroxychloroquine in April of 2020, the world went bonkers and ballistic. How dare he have a therapeutic that works? We are pursuing a vaccine and we're pursuing it with billions upon billions and billions of dollars of, of government money. How dare you stop this? Fauci is probably blowing his stack because he's got money invested in companies. Well, you know, they're in patents used by uh, Moderna. Yeah, Fauci's accumulated $10 million worth of wealth. You know, our current, in the United States, our current Surgeon General made $2.6 million in 2020 uh, as a advisor and lecturer about COVID. That man has made more money from Big Pharma in his career. And so he is the paid Big Pharma spokesperson now being paid by the federal government. The guy's a multimillionaire. Yeah. The Surgeon General of the United States, bought and paid for. And you know how it works. And the media is going to make him the expert. Because, see, the media believes everything that Big Pharma has to tell them. Good Morning America is brought to you by Pfizer. CBS Health Watch, sponsored by Pfizer. Anderson Cooper 360. Brought to you by Pfizer. ABC News Nightline. Brought to you by Pfizer. Making a difference. Brought to you by Pfizer. CNN Tonight. Brought to you by Pfizer. Early start. Brought to you by Pfizer. Friday night on Aaron Burnett out front. Brought to you by Pfizer. This week with George Stephanopoulos is brought to you by Pfizer. This weather report brought to you by Pfizer. Today's countdown to the royal wedding is brought to you by Pfizer. And now a CBS Sports update brought to you by Pfizer. Meet the press. Data download. Brought to you by Pfizer. This portion of CBS This Morning sponsored by Pfizer. On how to find the hidden sugars in the American family diet. Sponsored by Pfizer. Do you understand now? If you live in the United States, why you cannot trust the news media. You can't trust them when it comes to any of this about COVID-19. 
because they are deeply indebted to the pharmaceutical industry. I don't care what network you watch for news. I don't care. Even Newsmax has a number of commercials on for various pharmaceutical products. So does Fox. Definitely CNN, MSNBC. Every major network that you listen to or can view as a video or on your TV, whether on cable, satellite, even over the air, it is filled with commercial after commercial after commercial. We're not talking for just one thing. Put on your if you if you are somebody that watches the news and you're able to keep a little notepad by your, you know, where, where you're at when you watch TV. Every time during the course of just one day. Make a little check mark every time there's a commercial for a pharmaceutical product that you need to get a prescription to 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 even even get it. Talk to your doctor about. Talk to your doctor about this, that, and the other. Oh yes, it has side effects. You may die, but you'll feel better anyway when you talk to your doctor about placebo X or whatever the new drug of the day is. The airwaves are full of these commercials. And the networks, to pay their bills and their big multi-million dollar salaries to their people, need every dime they can get to still be profitable and pay these massive, massive amounts of money for their talking heads. I don't care if the talking head is on MSNBC or on, on Fox News anymore. I think many, too many of them are compromised. Too many, too many of these supposedly smart news people. Yes, we believe you should get the vaccine so we can end this pandemic together. We're going to do it. We just need to get the vaccine and everything will be fine. You'll get all your rights back. Because the vaccines, because even Facebook says vaccines are tested and they're safe and effective. What a line of baloney. Facebook, it's garbage. But you don't care. You're part of the billionaire club now, trying to become the next level, the trillionaire club. So Facebook, which I call fascist book, or the Twittersphere of idiots, riddle me this. You keep saying we all need to be vaccinated. Every man, woman, and child Everyone five years in age and up, every school child in California. And if Dr. Fauci had his way, he'd be reaching into the womb to inject the child, at least the ones that are not aborted. But he might even vaccinate the aborted ones, too. Can't have them spreading COVID. So if all of this vaccine propaganda is true, that has infected the brain, the brains of world leaders, Believing this, or they know something they don't want to tell you. They're using this for control. The Nazis in Austria, that's what they are. They're Nazis now. They're the fascists, like, like in, the, in the days of World War II in Italy. Australia's gone totally bonkers. Of course, the Bible 
talks about those that that reject God. The Bible talks about those that curse God. The Bible talks about those that worship the creation rather than the creator, who believe the lie. They're given mass deception. They become reprobate. So none of this should be even a surprise anymore. And of course, if everything they're saying is true, if it all is true, then why is a nation like Israel? Now, why am I picking on Israel? I'm not picking on them at all. I'm just saying Israel, they swallowed the lie. They believed it with all their heart, mind, and soul that they could vaccinate their way into being COVID-free and get all their rights and freedoms back. They put their faith in Pfizer. They put their faith in Moderna and others. They thoroughly believed that they had it figured out. Their scientists, their experts, their politicians, we will vaccinate like nobody has ever vaccinated before. And when the vaccines were not really working as they supposed to, we'll start the booster shots. Yeah, we're talking in the United States, that third shot for a booster, they're already on number four talking number five. So they are well ahead of the United States and Canada and much of the world. So Israel has always been the most important country to judge how these experimental messenger RNA vaccines, if that's what you can call them, work. And here's why. In Israel, virtually total adult vaccine coverage. So any effort or any you know nonsensical line like the pandemic of the unvaccinated is a bunch of baloney in Israel because there's like nobody unvaccinated. There are too few, and if everybody's vaccinated, the too few will get it themselves and die, right? It has total vaccine coverage. So you can't blame the unvaccinated in Israel. They have had the vaccine passport where you can't, be among people if you're among the unclean, like, you know, like a leper of old. They have really good data. Got to give them credit. Israel has kept track of data far superior to the United States and Canada and others. Their data is legit and it's there for the world to see. Their figures are also up to date, something that the CDC and the FDA just can't do or won't do. And they vaccinate quickly, so whatever impact the vaccines are having rolls through the population and the data rapidly. And see, once again, Israel matters because Israel was first. It mass vaccinated with the Pfizer. They used Pfizer, then they boosted it. And human biology is the same worldwide. So what happened in Israel? What happened in all the other mRNA countries eventually? As the chief scientific officer of paid for by Pfizer said in September, Israel's kind of a laboratory. This is what he said last year in September. Well, let's see how the experiment is going. It's not going well. Not at all. I'm looking at the charts and graphs. It shows various COVID spikes. The first two small ones were 
in 2020 in the pre-vaccine era. The third spike, I'm looking at this graph right now that takes us from the beginning of the pandemic all the way through till now. All the way through till now. There's a big spike. It's the biggest one. And it took place, you know, as the vaccinations began in Israel. And guess what? All the other spikes are about as high. In other words, they don't work. They don't work. And so let's go back in time. Let's go back to last year. Dr. Anthony Fauci made the claim that Israel might be reaching herd immunity. Why? Well, the you know, people had had the virus, but they were now the most vaccinated nation on earth. And we needed to do the same thing here in the United States and elsewhere. The tragedy is that these vaccines failed. They never worked as advertised. We, have, we now have over a year of data, and here's what we do know. That there's a very brief time that this vaccine may help you from getting a serious case of COVID. But it never stops the spread, which is why, you know, in, in Quebec, in Canada, the Walmart, you have to be in your little shame, you know, plexiglass box if you're unvaccinated and you're only allowed to get a few necessities. Only the rest of the vaccinated who will have issues are allowed to roam the store freely, but they still have to wear face diapers. Do you understand that for just a, a couple of months, these vaccines might have a glimpse of hope and then they fail? And so we start boosting and boosting and boosting and we get more failure more failure more failure the majority of people that are sick hospitalized or dying in israel or severely ill they're fully vaccinated and in many cases boosted the overall population level numbers are what matters And in Israel, it's a clear warning sign for the rest of the world that these experimental vaccines are failing. We also are beginning to see something else, and we're going to get into this next week. Why is there an uptick of people dying that has nothing to do with COVID? And why is the group that is dying at a rapidly higher rate in the, let's say, 18 to 64-year age bracket? They're not dying of COVID. They're dying of cancers. They're dying of all kinds of serious illness uh, that look a lot like a suppressed immune system. Why are these people that are dying vaccinated? And is, is it the vaccination causing some of this immunosuppressed response? I'm just asking the question. And it's a question that the CDC and the FDA are running and hiding from anybody asking the question. And they go, oh, it's, what are you talking about? They don't, want it. they don't want to address it. The majority of the sick are vaccinated in Israel with corona. And like I say, the VIRS reporting system is a failure too. So we really don't know how many people have actually died because of the vaccine. And my fear is when we inject 
a six-year-old child. Bear with me on this. If Gavin Newsom, the reprobate Satanist, and I call him that for a reason, because he, he pushes satanic principle over the people of California. He may not be a worshiping Satanist, but he's certainly an aid to the enemy of your soul. Man, I was going to get into some other topics today that I think are equally as important, but this is something I'm going to have to pause here and just say it for what it is. He wants to vaccinate little children unnecessarily. Little kids don't get COVID-19. They don't die from it. They die from the flu more than this. Number two, they're terrible spreaders. They don't really spread it. So why are these teachers demanding your child be vaccinated to protect them when the vaccine doesn't work to begin with? If it doesn't stop the spread, why are we putting this experimental concoction that can change your very DNA, that can change a lot of things in your body? And as many have been predicting for months, and I haven't gotten into it much because I wanted to see how it played out. It's one thing to say it might, but I want to see some evidence. The evidence is now coming in that these vaccines may be suppressing normally healthy people's immune system. And as people are getting over the vaccine, what's the answer? Let's re-jab them and give them more vaccines. This is insanity. Even Einstein said, insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. They're insane in Australia. They're insane in Canada. They're insane in Germany, Austria, and even in parts of the United States. It is mass insanity. That's what we're seeing. Mass insanity. The voices are getting louder around the world that these mRNA vaccines were a failure. And just and their protection drops, but their danger to your body goes up. So people are talking about third and fourth doses of this stuff when it doesn't work. It's craziness. Honestly, I didn't think the show would go in this direction, but I just felt very led to share this information that the Western world has gone insane. And we, we have to track this. There's a spiritual level. That's going to be what next week is having this as a spiritual battle. If you believe in the work we're doing, would you consider letting us know that you listen? You can go to our website, truththenumber2ponder.com, send me an email, uh, or if you'd like to help support us financially, make a check payable to Ancient Word Radio or mailing address 5753, Highway 85 North, number 3248, 5753, Highway 85 North, number 3248. We're in Crestview, Crestview, Florida. And the zip code there is 32536. Zip code again, 32536. This has been Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. To find out more, visit our website, truth, the number two, and the word ponder.com. That's truth, the number two, ponder.com. Truth to Ponder, shining the light of truth in a darkening world.